fan podcast for april 20th 2016 it i mean what a wonderful tuesday wait is today tuesday today's no. wednesday today's wednesday it's wednesday i know that because my weekend starts today yeah i work saturday through wednesday it's a lame schedule but you gotta pay the bills i actually worked hard today oh i'm numb bills fan on twitter i'm your i'm your guy david palermo oh you're you're our host <laughs> I uh, guess I don't know. I'm I'm a co-host of another co-host. I'm the. And we're co-hosts. I'm the. We're co. co- we're coasters. I'm the I'm the co-hostess with the mo. No, the the lowest host. Nah, I, I got nothing. But I'm Adam D. You can follow me on Twitter at numbillsadamd. And we're coming to you from numbillsfan.com. In case you didn't know, I bet you're there right now listening to this. Though, if you're listening to this, I'd say you're either on iTunes. You're on that numbillsfan.com. And if you're, if you're not on both, you're missing out, dog. What do you say? What, what's on the docket? What do we got? It's Tuesday. It's, it's April well, 20th. Well, I mean, where do you want to go? I mean, today is not a special day. It's, uh, you know. Unless you're Josh Gordon. Who's Josh Gordon? I don't get it. Who's, what? I don't get it. All right. Um, I mean, if you think about it, it is kind of cool because, like, they're all sort of kind of multiples of, they are all multiples of four. So, I mean, you have four, and then four times five is 20, and then four times four is 16. So that's kind of like a neat, you know, it's kind of like a neat number, especially since four every year will always multiply times five and equal 20 at least once a year. Welcome to Numb Math Dicks Math Cast. <laughs> um, so let's get down to the Bills instead of shit that nobody Oh, the priorities about. Like, like, like like the Buffalo Bills. Oh, like Rex Ryan being a human being and having, you know, introducing Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, is like that, that? Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, we're on it now. I mean, curveball, so much for the set list. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really hate bringing personal politics into like my football fandom. And uh, quite frankly, I think Donald Trump's a pile of shit if we're going to talk about it. But hey, to each their own. And, you know, there's things about every candidate that you could take to task and you could find fault in. But, you know, I'd, I'd really just rather keep those things to myself. You know, I'm, I'm one of those people who's like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's personal. That's my business. And I'm the same way with, you know, things, spiritual things, religion, what, I, what have you, you know. Some things are some things are better swept under, you know, well not I don't want to say swept under the rug, but some things are better behind closed doors. And I know there's a lot of Bills fans that feel feel that way about Rex getting out in the forefront and and bringing them out at the rally. But you know what? Last I checked, it's America. It's America. It, well, I should say it's the United States of America. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Okay. And you know you can do that and. People can have their opinions about whoever. I don't want to get into it. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll have another podcast about politics that we know nothing about. 
Right. Uh, and I mean, regardless, I, I don't Rex, think it's a thing. Rex even said at his presser, he's like, listen, man, they, they were like, does, does Donald Trump have your endorsement? He said, I'll tell you, you know, Chris Christie was my man through and through. And, you know, they have history from when Rex was with the Jets. And I don't know. He seemed very sincere. Well, they had, he, they, he seemed, they were lap band brothers. He, he seemed very. They both had lap bands. Okay. But okay. I don't think it worked for the other guy, though. <laughs> you got to put the ice creams down, man. <laughs> You're killing me, dog. Yeah, You're I killing mean, me. <laughs> I wonder if that guy appreciates the four twenty of six, 2016 today. I mean, it's a Wednesday, and Chrissy's probably just eating a lot of ice cream, even though this day has no significance towards him. If you want to look at his political views, right? But, I don't think. Okay, what I was getting what, what I was oh. getting at is, I feel like when uh, when Rex brought out Donald Trump, he seemed sincere. I watched I watched the introduction. I didn't watch anything Trump said. I don't care. I really don't. I don't really care about what any of these candidates have to say. Um, but he seems sincere in bringing him out. But the thing that, that stuck out to me was actually at his press conference when they asked him about it. Um, he said, you know, Chris Christie's been my man. He was my man all along. Um, and you know, Chris Christie's obviously dropped out long since and has since endorsed Trump. And part of me almost wonders if this just was like... Throw him a bone. It was, it was... Hey Rex, it's Chris. You know, hey, you know, I hate to ask, but you think you could do do me a favor? You know, you know, Donald, Donald's my buddy. He's, I'm, I'm endorsing him. You know, he's gonna be in Buffalo tonight. Right. What can you right. do? Um. Who knows? Who knows? Jerry Hughes is pretty upset about it. Well, or not not at Rex, but about the Confederate flags being at the rally. Right. In yeah. Buffalo, which is really fucked up frankly, but, um, I mean, uh, that's, that's something weird too, because there's, there's two, I didn't understand there's the two meaning schools behind of, that flag, you know, years and years. Right. Past, and, and there's two schools of thought on that. You know, some people are trying to say flat out eradicate that flag. Other people are saying it has a, its historical place. Like one of my, one of my best friends, a former boss of mine at a bakery I worked at, He's a Civil War, like, history buff. Like, he studies that that stuff. He's He's got all sorts of, like, really cool Civil War-era stuff in his house. And, like, you know, so for him, like, trying to see that flag just kind of, like, wiped from the record, it bugs him because it's, like, a part of history that he really enjoys learning about and reading about. And, again, you know, the flag represented an army and that army might have represented a part of the country where there were some really really heinous things going on i'm really glad aren't a part of our modern society but what happened what happened shouldn't be stricken from the record like those mistakes were made and mistakes are made to be learned from i mean if we didn't learn from our mistakes we would literally be animals well, that's what is, that's which, what but, but that's, that's what separates us from the animals right there a, but in my do, book the ability to make a mistake and have a second shot at it think about this though to me that's like the whole like and, and i guess i'll just end the politics right here but i mean a rant on facebook pretty much saying like if you don't end the military industrial complex you're not going to make a change because Boom. because you know and, and that's the thing is bernie sanders is calling out hillary clinton you know, her campaigns are financed or whatever. And and it's like the fact that you can have unlimited financing from corporations now as a candidate, it, does that not say more of a shell than anything? Of course Hillary Clinton's going to get in. 
I mean, number seven on our list of donors. What again? Say? This is why I don't even listen like, to these like, candidates. Just something crazy like CNN. Right. That's why I don't even listen to these candidates because they're just so saying, Time Warner. Time Warner back there. You you know what I'm saying? I, it's I'm, like, I'm I feel like I feel like all all we're watching is a commercial. It's just like someone someone's bought their position on everything. So like whatever. And that's the thing is we is it, we just keep hitting our head, hitting our head on it, and and there's not. As much change as should be happening because here we go again. Another bought, a lack, another. You know, just it just doesn't so, feel right again. Like so to here, do our votes here's count. The, here's the real kicker. Let me let me kick this one right in the pants for you. The real kicker here is I'm over here talking about how I don't really like politics, this and that, all the corruption, this and that. So what do I do to distract myself? I watch the NFL because I can't stand the corruption and, and the politics that go on. Oh, wait, but to get change made in the NFL is, like, harder than getting a law change in Congress. Okay. <laughs> you know what we should do? What's that? Unless you... We should have, we should have these guys... Unless you're that who, Massachusetts uh, team. They seem you, to get the rules You know made. you guys who registered to vote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you took time on your day to go, like, down in line? Yeah, yeah, Well, this one guy is going to make a decision for, like, thousands of you. To think, nah, your vote, you're really going this way. You know, oh, you know we, the NFL should start an electoral college. Oh, wait, it's the refs. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, does it really matter if Richie Incognito or whatever guy support it? No, am I down with that? No, but I'm not going to quit on my team because, again, it is the United States of America. We have our beliefs, and let's face it, I'm not a Trump supporter or whatever. I, I really don't, I, I don't know enough to even talk about this garbage, frankly. But I'll tell you something. I don't think if he was really that much of a pile of shit, he would be this far. But that's a very ignorant statement on my end. So don't take what I say. It's just sometimes you wonder if it's just like a a a, a, like a, a show. You know what you're saying? It just yeah. It's not real, man. The whole thing's a show with a couple commercials filtered in, man. It's all it is. What do we got? Real talk. Okay. Here's something I'd like to get on. Real talk, important shit. Buffalo Bills time. Buffalo Bills had some voluntary workouts this week. And the one thing that really stood out to me was uh, Tyrod. Tyrod showed up. Now, there's been a lot of talks about Tyrod and his agent. His agent's trying to flex muscle on getting this deal done. You know, we've talked about how the Brock Osweiler contract is going to affect the contract negotiations getting Tyrod and... You know, his agent said some things that had some people wondering how the organization might have felt. But Tyrod said today, you know, he owned his contract, which I think is awesome. He said, you know, I know the contract I signed last year. And he said that he's ready and prepared to come play before the deal gets done. He doesn't, he's not talking like he's looking at a holdout, anything like that. And the fact that he's showing up for voluntary workouts says to me, you know, the kid wants to be prepared. He wants to win. He's got his head he's got his head on in the right direction. And that might be enough to get that boy paid in this town. Okay. Well we're on the topic though. Voluntary workouts. I'm gonna I got a bone to pick with ESPN. Surprise, surprise, I have a bone to pick with Mike Rodak. This jerk off. Jerk off. Yeah, I said it. He's on here. He's bashing He's bashing Sammy in an article he puts out. All right, so Sammy went to the casino instead of showing up for the, for the volunteers. Again, voluntary work. It's conditioning. Right. Right. So he, he decided to go to the casino. 
Rodax on the internet shitting on the kid. Again. I'm so pro I didn't read the article, but can I give you my opinion or are you still going here? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I want, I'm want. i setting you up. You can't hit. Here. Yo, all right. For anybody who knows me who listens to this, you probably think I'm a pile of shit. And, um, and you might be right. I do a lot of talking, so we figure we just throw it on the podcast. And I'm usually bad with storytelling because I never get to the point. Oh, like your now. stories are great. My digressions are just amazing. I, that said, that said, that said. It's very, I understand that with my big ass mouth, I better be able to back it the fuck up. And not for nothing, Sammy, give me the fucking ball, and there's everybody throwing the whole cheap shots out there. Oh, all in, huh? All in. And you know what? I see both sides of it. It is voluntary. But guess what? Last I checked, LaShawn fucking McCoy was there, and that dude's actually done something in the league. And I'm not saying that Sammy Watkins isn't doing shit. I am 110% supporter of Sammy Watkins. I am such a homer. I usually back every move Doug Whaley makes because I think he's awesome. I think, yeah, call me nuts. I think we're on the verge of an Ozzy Newsome. You don't even realize it. And, yeah, I know, go crazy. <laughs> but I love Doug Whaley, man. Doug Whaley, I know you're listening. I want to be your friend. Um, let's hang out. I, I got some wings. Or we can find some wings. I don't know if I have them. But regardless, you got to back up your mouth, Sammy, and, and it's not, oh, you know, everybody online, oh, I don't care if he misses, you know, they're not doing anything. You know what you're doing? You're going to know your fucking teammates. Excuse my French, but you're going to know your teammates. Like, yeah. th- that's very important to me is being in the same room as my friends. Yesterday, we were going to podcast. What happened? We ended up hanging out, organizing our studio, and, and getting set up, trying new things with our with our gear, and... And now, no, we're, but, but, we, now we're set up better than we've ever been. Right. but We didn't get the podcast done yesterday, but we've set the set the stage for it, it, an entire year and beyond of better podcasts due to a better environment in always which trying to record to them, we're always a better environment in which to prepare for them. And, and if you're yeah, a- can you believe that? We actually try to get ready for this every week. No, we don't. Come on. We're supposed to pretend we don't. Yo, there are out. notes on our whiteboard. We don't have. We What's have a whiteboard. whiteboard. We have a dry erase board. We have four different colored markers. We are very prepared. Are those fine points? Yeah. They're chisel tip, but. No, but there's another set. Regardless. All right. Regardless. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about this. Sammy Watkins and Tyrod Taylor in the locker room, they say, or in an interview uh, during the end of the season, this past season. They, they talked about being in the training room together in Jacksonville and really hitting it off, you know. And after that game, they developed chemistry. Right. They were both out for that game. So why is Sammy Watkins not there showing setting the example at least first day? I mean, for, again, it's voluntary, but I I don't disagree with Rodak. I really don't. I didn't read his article, but if that's his, his point. You know what, though? I'm, I might just disagree with Rodak because it's Rodak. Fucking... Can't Did I talk you off the ledge about not I can't. bashing Sammy? I mean, do I have a point here? I mean, it's the off season. I mean, it it's voluntary. I'll I'll put it to you like this. I'll put it to you like this. My next day of work is Saturday. If my boss called me right now. I wouldn't answer it because we're podcasting. But if he called me right after we podcasted, 
and said, hey, you know what? You can come in Saturday if you want. You can, come, you can skip Saturday if you want. Saturday just became voluntary. What do you think my choice would be? Okay. I would, I would take that okay, day Okay, let's, let's be honest here. I would take that you day You came off. in as an undrafted free agent. An organization didn't draft, invest two firsts in you. They didn't make a huge investment. They didn't type you up and spend all this time backing up your, your mouth, right? And, and, you know, really trying to calm the fire with your comments over the season. You, as a big mouth, I know when you can talk and you can't. That said, I understand that he's young and he might not he might not get it yet. Maybe he does get it, and I know because trust me, if in one same Sammy Watkins puts up his he makes his awesome plays, which he will. I'm I'm not trying to bash him and say he's a pile of shit. I don't think he is. I just think that actions do speak louder than words and when you wanna call shit, you better be there. Because I can't talk about how good I am at my job and shoot people under the bus and, and say that they suck at their job if I can't hold my own. Because that's just being an asshole. I don't know. I see, I see a league with a bunch of other young guys fucking up way worse, getting into real trouble. And, you know, this isn't the first time Sammy's faced criticism for, you know, doing leisurely things in time where he technically is and is allowed to be off, you know? And I mean, what's the what's the point of any of it if you don't have any time to enjoy it? You know what I mean? These guys And I don't want to make it sound I don't want to make it sound soft, but any one of these guys' careers could be over with a with a, you know, poorly placed hit, you know, a helmet a helmet to the spine, and any one of these guys, it could be a rat for. He's a young man. He's emerging in the league. He's staying out of trouble for the most part. You know, yeah, there's been a couple things where he's had stuff to say, but he's not. He's not getting hauled in by the cops or shipped off to rehab or suspended for four games or any any of the horseshit that you see some of these other guys running into. Um, and until I, it reaches I that point, about, I, d- I think I think writing an article like we saw from ESPN is just kind of a dick move. I don't know, man. I think I. But okay, okay. To to devil's advocate, look at the other side. To of the look point at the here. other side I of mean, it. If you're a coach, put yourself in the coach's shoes. I'm like, not even gonna put myself in the coach's shoes. I'm gonna say, all right. You know what happened when you were at Disney World and you put the shit up on Instagram after a loss? All the fans started running their fucking mouths. Okay? We get it. I back Sammy big time on that one. But learn your lesson, kid. I mean, I don't think there's a problem with you going to a casino. But if you know there's voluntary workouts and you know how they're going to treat you about these things... Don't post. Don't make the post on your social media. Yeah, but doesn't it kind of add up to like, like? Okay, so I, I okay, I don't. Doesn't think it you... add up to rock starism in a way? Because right. if he's like, oh, go work your little jobs. I mean, okay, you and I came up in like what an underground punk hardcore community, and it's like you see these bands. What they go fucking hit the road for like two weeks, like three times a year, and they walk around, or if that, they might do a few weekends, and they walk around their city like. They're the or, or whatever. See, city. You, you got these main these egomaniacs. It's like a false ego, and it's like, dude, 
You haven't done shit yet, man. You're not the fucking rock star. You're nothing. Uh, see, I you know, like, I you, still defend that statement because I I interpret the interpreted that differently. I didn't see him taking a dig at those people for working a regular labor style job. What I think he's saying is like, is what you do so unimportant that all you're left with at the end of the day is time to criticize me and what I'm doing with my time. You're not wrong, but what's it saying when it's in print? Is what I'm saying. I, I and, and again, that's, this whole that, conversation with that's Sammy. one of these. That's one of these things where you you take the excerpt, you write the article, and you villainize the guy. Right. And that's what I'm taking road act. You're just saying for. it's it's low hanging fruit. Like good dude. Right, but awesome. again, you know, Sammy did post a picture of him at Harris on his on his uh, social media. So, right. you know, you gotta you gotta be ready to handle what you're set up with, but still. I Low think he's gonna fruit. be fine. I don't think it's he's a big gonna deal. have a great. Season. If he didn't open his mouth and he didn't say things, it's not. A, I don't think it's a huge deal. But there's just one word, and to me, it's accountability. Because I don't think the kid's gonna fail. I don't think he's gonna falter. I don't think he's a draft boss at all. I, I I don't think we've even scratched the surface with, with Sammy Watkins. I can't wait to see him. But let's be real here. I think his last six or seven games of the season were really right. I feel like he turned the corner and showed us like what time. Well, they threw the ball was. towards him. Let's face it. I don't again. I don't disagree with him because I again I I look at both sides of the coin. It's just uh, a future lesson, dude. Next time you just. Try to show up to everything, and if you got a real reason not to be there, you got a death in the family, you got something. Okay, cool. But last I checked, um, you're in the NFL, and you have a lot of time in the offseason to go to a casino. And oh, by the way, you play in Buffalo, and there's casinos everywhere. And oh, by the way, um, you could drop four fifty on a plane ticket, or probably find a, a travel place to sponsor you, or take the Pagula jet to any casino you want in the world. Within a within a day, so why does it have to be today? You go to a casino. It just to me is a head scratcher. It's like when you if you work with people and you see employees or employers, they, they the relationship they have, and you just keep telling them, "Come on, knucklehead! Come on, knucklehead!" And it's like, it's just kind of arrogant to me. I think it's ballsy in a way, like really ballsy. But I understand that it doesn't matter. Sammy Watkins will be fine. He damn sure will. I, speaking look, yeah. speaking of uh, who who isn't isn't ready to work. Uh oh. My dog, my man, it's on the board. You know this is coming. Aaron Williams got clearance to play from his doctor. My girlfriend's Buffalo Bills class. Who's that? Number twenty three. Yeah. What do you want? What? I'm five seven. I'm all right. About one seventy four to one seventy seven. You know, on a good day, one seventy three. On a you know, good day I mean, in 2010, maybe. <laughs> no, man, I was fat as hell in 2010, dude. But I'm, I'm, I told you that was when Dunkin' Donuts had those dollar lattes, and I would get for smalls, and two smalls equals a large. You know, I'm great with the arithmetic. And what I would do, remember, for band practice, I'd have one on the way, and then I would have one for the destination with the Monster BFC. Man, yeah. The life's a straight edge. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was sweet. That was that was sort of yeah, cool. Anyways, uh. yeah, Dave closed his eyelids for the first time in his life in 2014, so that was exciting for him. <laughs> um, what 
a big day for for Josh Gordon. It's his birthday today, man. I can't believe it. It's like Christmas for Josh Gordon today, but Aaron Williams is cleared, and I can't wait lots because of, all the coaches and tinsel. Here's one thing I wonder is everybody talks about how good Aaron Williams is. I really don't know what to think. I, I, I'm not saying he's great. I think uh, for some reason I feel like Jarvis Bird was better, and that's just in my head. But I feel like he came the into that. Coaches I feel like he came into we, that role and like you know made that transition. I don't want to say seamless, but I, I feel like he it did advanced a, his career. It's, I, it I feel saved like, his career. I feel like he did a good job filling large shoes. Right. I think. Um, He's a prime example. You want to talk about Sammy? He followed what Aaron Williams did. You know, he eventually, yeah, he had an attitude in Aaron Williams, but eventually he came out and goes, yeah, I was, I did not want to do it. I remember Aaron Williams talking about being a safety and on John Murphy's show, like, yeah, I'm not really, uh, you know, you've said it. He's like, I'm not, I don't know. They're, that's where they're moving me. I'm doing what I'm told. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sure either, you know, that's. You want to know something though? They, uh. Rex Ryan mentioned a Stanton kid that they brought in. That's like getting moved from guitar to bass if you play in a band. Moving from corner to safety. Well, I don't know, man. There's two... Yeah, you're right, because there's two different responsibilities. Right. And they're both important to the overall team. Um, but, you know, one's kind of the more revered rock star and the other kind of the in the cut behind the scenes under the radar guy you know what i mean i'm so lost i gotta i gotta stop talking bad about bass players i love playing bass i i I guess i mean I think it's interesting that the Stanton kids there is, you know, mentioned to possibly be a yeah. starter. I oh, mean, Rex yeah. Ryan mentioned him. Rex Ryan talks about Aaron Williams. The way we talks about Aaron Williams, they're really psyched on Aaron freaking Williams. And he's clear to play. Doctor said he's good. He ain't going to be able to play as himself until he takes the first hit, allegedly. But look at all the work that kids put in Aaron Williams to come back. He was playing scout team oh, towards yeah. the end of the season. And I. I can't say anything better about him. I mean, my girlfriend could have had a crush on Aaron Maven or something. I mean, he is a good artist. I would like to get him on the podcast, but as a football player, he wasn't. You know, he just, but I understand. You know, we talked about that run, Ricky run thing last time with mm-hmm. Ricky Williams. I, I understand that, you know, I, I have a very good friend and he's pretty gifted at something and he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't have any passion for it. And he could be getting paid for it. Meanwhile, we'll have hobbies where we're like, man, I wish I could get some serious dope playing this band, dude. And, you know, but you're not. I'm not. I'm too dumb for that. But it's like, it's nice to see Aaron Williams just work hard and get to where he needs to get to and embrace what he's got to do. Well, pre-draft luncheon happened today. And uh, really, I don't know what to ever believe. At these things, honestly. I, I, I don't know what to think. They talk their opinions on guys and yada, yada, yada. It, it sounded like to me Doug Whaley was selling Reggie Ragland like, like they would have interest in him at 19. So. Yo, if they're selling Reggie Ragland, I'll buy Reggie Ragland. I like that. That's, a, that's, a, catch 20, that's a flip side. If he mentions him, 
Dog, what we told you, see, if they don't get him, if he's available and they don't get him, then he duped you. You know what I mean? If he's not available, maybe he knows that so-and-so at 15 is right to have him and he, they're just taking a bait. This is all stuff I wish we knew. And it just makes you wonder, is Doug Whaley going to trade up? No. The Philadelphia Eagles got the second well, round, the second I mean, there pick was, from the Browns today. There was talks that they were interested in the second round pick. Now, now Whaley, he, he denies that he contacted the Browns. He says that he didn't call them. Um, he said you guys put out there referring to the media. Right, right. Um, <laughs> Excuse me? And that's not to say that they can't still trade up if there's... Said it's got to be somebody special. But, right, I mean... Well, we just had a little moment. Uh, yeah, we had to uh, kind of stop and put a little edit in on this one here. Yeah, well, uh, my ceiling just came down in the addition on my house. I mean, I, I just recently uh, gutted my kitchen. I mean, not the about, whole ceiling, but I mean... Yeah. It happens when you do a remodel. What can I tell you? Just don't hire me. Um, but, you know, I I just recently gutted my kitchen about, you know, a year and two months ago. So, something fell off the ceiling. Good thing we weren't in there. Anyways, Doug Wheelie. I think he's trying to sell himself to trade down. Everybody wants to trade down in this draft. You know, there's GMs out there saying rounds two and three are the meat and potatoes of the draft. So, yeah, you know, I would, I would definitely consider trading back on this one. Because to me, even when they were looking at the, the number two overall pick, what are you, uh, what are you moving up for in this draft? What... What need on the team or what special talent is out there? Because I look at this quarterback class, and I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. I'm not going to sit here and say anything negative about these young guys projected for the first for the first round. But I just don't. I don't see it. I don't see a quarterback that for me, I would mortgage the future for. Now there are some defensive players down there. Uh, in in that. Uh, I guess we'll say top five section of the draft that that do have my attention. I think Miles Jack has has the potential to be a day one contributor. You know, a big a big impact player. I think uh, Joey Bosa is a kid with a ton of upside. There's there's so many traits about Joey Bosa in his game that I just I I can appreciate and I could see coming in and and changing a defense. But still, even then, what what's it gonna take? to go from 19 to even top 10, let alone top five, let alone second when that was on the table. I mean, look at look at what the Bills had to give up to get to fourth to to trade for Sammy. You know what I mean? I, obviously, we have no interest in – I don't know about you, but I don't have any interest in – Moving up, and and to be honest, yeah, with I it, would I would move down. What are we? What are we? If we move, I I, I like takes two to tango. You got to have somebody who wants to move down. So I think they're taking pointed shots at. Well, we might take this guy. That way, somebody jumps up in front of him, and boom, 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 and. I, yeah, I, I mean that that might be the best way to play the draft. You know is how to I feel about that draft. Put it's put the cheapest big way int- to get good players. Put big interest out on all the players you don't want at the position you're interested in. It's weird. I, I don't know what to believe because you say that, and then the flip side is 
you know, Chang Gailey going, yeah, we want a scat back, like the C.J. Spiller type. We want a scat back, and they draft C.J. Spiller. Like, it's like they tell you, or, oh, it was a smoke screen. So, I don't know what to ever believe, but Doug Whaley, I love the draft when Doug Whaley comes No, Yeah, no, and he's saying that, you know, don't be surprised if we do select a quarterback, but I think a quarterback in the first round would be counterproductive. I think it would be unsettling for Tyrod. I think it would be... I don't want to say a waste of a pick. I mean, developing talent's never a waste of a pick. But we have our mid-first-round guy on our bench right now. We know what that looks like. Now you can't say every guy is gonna be like every other guy drafted in a similar a similar mm-hmm. spot in the draft, but we we we've recently enough rolled our rolled our dice on a a, a mid a middle of the road first round quarterback. To me, this draft has a couple guys who could potentially be special at quarterback, and they're gonna go, and they're gonna go early. They gotta get somebody to develop. I'm hoping that it's somebody fun like Cardell Jones. There's yeah, I would, I would and, and I think be down Bills, with Cardell Jones. I would, I would be down with that. I really would. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited. I, but where where yeah, do you realistic, like, like where do you realistically see him coming off the board? Mid second. I have no clue because I don't know enough. Mid second, I think that's way too early. You know, at that side, if the Bills suck him a second, I don't know if I'd... I would be a little, come on, I don't think we need this guy. But at the same time, I want the Bills to get Colin Kaepernick. And and if there's one guy in the NFL who's proven to do it now with three quarterbacks, it's Greg Roman. Alex Smith, that guy got his career back. Or I should say Alex Smith's career actually started. Yeah, he... Under Greg Roman. I mean... Colin Kaepernick had two good seasons under Greg Roman. I don't know what happened after that. I was last I checked, I wasn't at the San Fran beat. And I I, I don't know. I, I feel that there's I, mean, I feel every position Jim Tom Sula's little circus is what happened. That was a nightmare. I I feel bad for the players. Yeah. Because they all knew I feel it was bad a, for the fans. Yeah, they still had to pay for their tickets and that's that's awful, but I will say I, I would not be shocked if Doug Whaley grabbed like a quarterback in the third round and developed him and created a market for him and looked at that as an equity pick. You know, because if you have a quarterback like Tyrod Taylor, I was always against the saying, Come on, let's not judge him he if he gets hurt, if he gets hurt. You you know I hate saying if he gets hurt. I can't stand saying if he gets hurt. It's awful. Fact is, if he gets hurt, what's the deal? I would love to see EJ Manuel come to fruition. That said I would not be shocked if some organization call me nuts sees something in EJ Manuel where I mean Matt Castle for a seventh round pick. Or EJ Manuel, who is still young. There's teams out there. There's personnel right. out there who think, right. After, come on, if EJ Manuel's out there, we'd want him. And I would take EJ Manuel over Johnny Manziel any day of the week. I agree Any with day that. of the week. I and mean, Johnny Manziel, like, come on. Any day of the week. I would take EJ Manuel over Tim Tebow any day of the week. Now we're talking about bottom. Let me, here's, here's one for you. 
Would you take EJ Manuel over Case Keenum? Yeah. Would you take EJ Manuel over Blaine Gabbert? Yeah. Well, we have. Well, shit, we don't have anything to disagree on right now. Well, Blaine Gabbert got traded for a low pick. You're telling me EJ Manuel is that bad? He's not. He, I think he's the guy that's got to warm up. I'm out of my mind here. I understand. I'm going to get tweeted at, which please do. Numb Bills fan on Twitter. And I'll tell you, I want that damn success story from EJ Manuel. I am such a homer. Come on, man. You can do it. He's such a good kid. How do you not root for him? That said, I think he deserves a shot somewhere. I would like to see him go to a team where maybe he could develop. Shit, trade him to the Jets. <laughs> now, would you trade him for, for Geno Smith? No. I'd take EJ over Geno. What if Geno Smith could be corrected? What if? Because that's one thing is they say that Rex just let him rip it. Also, it's kind of a dumbass. And at least bad attitude, et cetera. But I don't know. Draft is going to be so fun. You could talk yourself into any position. Yeah, you know. It's and... awful. I hate doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I but I love doing it at the same time. I can't resist. You know what days I love? I love days two and three and just who's this guy? Like when they drafted Nigel Bradham, you know, you read up about him. And and then you go find those yeah, like those college highlight videos on YouTube and you're like, oh, my God. I, I just that. saw like like 17 good plays in a row. This is dope. Then you realize like, oh, wow, that was like over the course of like three seasons. Right. But... Uh, you never know, man. You never you never know. The draft is exciting. Guys emerge. Other guys that you have high hopes for fade away. You know, last year I was like, oh, my God, this Nick O'Leary kid? Oh, he's going to be he's gonna be the name to watch for on this Bills offense. You know, everyone's, everyone's going to be looking for Clay, and this O'Leary guy is going to slip into the mix and, and fuck shit. I was wrong. Isn't it the best part of it, though? I was wrong. Isn't it the best part of it? It's like, it could be a seventh-round pick. And, and then sometimes a, I'm like, man, you know, this Levi Brown guy. And, <laughs> you never know. And then, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I bet you if we I bet you if we jump back in our archives here, and I mean, feel free to do so. Is Brian Brom available? I'll be like, I'll be like oh, yeah, so with our fifth-round pick, we got... Brian Brom. Carlos Williams? Whoever that is, you know what I mean? And then... Now, fast forward a year, I'm like, yo, Carlos Williams is the truth. That dude is the best number well, two back the, in the league. Some of the, some of the, you know. That that dude is the best downhill runner we've had saying, out here in a, a minute. A lot of people were saying, do, do you, did you really need to drive that fifth-round running back, that one with the abusive pass, and that one with the – and, you know, if you look at Carlos Williams' Instagram, it's a little – or Twitter, it's a little – he's, he's – Puts his heart on the sleeve, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's it is what he's it is, out there, man. Like, I can relate. Uh, we can all relate, but I'm not gonna. I don't know. I I feel like when you when you rip on people for drafting people, where you're pretty much slapping the scouting department in the face, has been working their ass off every year since May, and they're leaving their families to go draft and this and that, and you think that a fifth round running back is a run of the mill. Meanwhile, this guy. Ties a record for touchdowns in a season from a rookie games in a row that he's played. And I don't think he's ready yet to tote the rock by himself, at least in one game we saw him do it. I don't think he's set for it. 
Um, but we have something great to build off of. And I cannot wait to see what the Bills bring in for for, for, for uh, the draft. I mean, expect a linebacker. I, I would expect a couple linebackers, you know. And, and I want those guys that, for some dumbass reason, they might be, you know, Marcus easily fell to the fourth round because he didn't have much playing time. You know, he had a year in Connecticut. Maybe a year and a little bit more. He didn't get much playing time. Until his last year of college. And you know what? He's never going to be, you know, referred to as a superstar. But, man, the thing he does well, and I'm, I'm talking special teams, he does so well. Oh, yeah. Did you hear Steve Tasker talking about yeah about guys? You know, uh, he was on the Murph Show. And, and Steve Tasker, which is uh, the John Murphy Show. Sorry, should give him credit. And Steve Tasker, he... Obviously, if there's a, a special teams Hall of Famer besides a kicker, this guy should be the one, the first one inducted, is Steve Tasker. And he brought up something that I thought was kind of weird, and I think it's one of those things where you don't realize your opportunity that you have until you step away from it, until you're one of us, we should say, where we're not physically gifted. And one thing that's interesting is he was saying that guys don't, dive into special teams when to me it's like you better learn special you better be ready to play special teams if you want to be in the nfl oh, i mean fred yeah. jackson started on special teams oh, a lot yeah you know so it's just why wouldn't you embrace every opportunity that said i'm not these people i don't know but steve Tasker was taking people to task you know and if you're a defensive back or a wide receiver or running anybody you gotta, I mean, you gotta teams carve is... away on your on the team, and Marcus Easley has done. Take notes. I don't know though. I mean, special teams is pretty grueling. You know, you you, you take this, you know, run. You had, you have this full speed run with a little bit of a a little bit of a head start before you're you're running into anybody. You got you got some yardage to, to, you know, get up to full speed. And then you you got these guys just launching their bodies at each other, man. It's – I bet special teams is scary. I mean, I never played football in any, like, organized – on any organized level. But, you know, I mean, I get – okay, I get, like, yeah, take your opportunities if you're trying to make your way up. But at the same time, I get why I'd be like, yo, like – these dudes are just, like, running at me, and, and they're going full speed and just, like, throwing their weight at me. Like, I don't really want to do this, you know? This is this is going to hurt. Man, I'll mop the, I'm up the fucking floors if that means I'm in the NFL. Yeah, I'll mop them with the toothbrush. Where do I start? How long do I got? And, Not me. Um, I'm a punter. If, if you even touch me, I want a flag. There's Tom Brady. There's a quarterback. We're Numb Bills fan. Check us out, numbillsfan.com. Yeah. I am Numb Bills fan on Twitter. I'm Numb Bills Adam D. You were done, right? Well, what else did you? I have? was gonna make a Tom Brady joke about. Well, yeah. After that, Nate Clements hit. I would want a flag every time I got touched too. But you know, some days when I'm having a bad day, I just watch that little clip on repeat. And it makes me feel better. It's a hell of a clip. It really is. Just just the way that helmet flies. So gratifying. But yeah, follow us on Twitter. Numbills fan. Numbills fan Adam D. Get after us on numbillsfan.com. We'll be back before the draft with our uh, 
picks or whatever you want to call it. Our our numb Bills fan best guess. Our don't know shit. Nobody knows our, shit. And I'm not going to know shit until the draft is over. And then we'll use those clues for the next time. So here's yeah. the clues you should review. Doug Whaley is not afraid. Anything is possible. Anything. This is not the old regime. This is not we're asleep at the wheel here. No. Anything is possible. And that's what makes this draft interesting. So party people. I'm Numb Bills or I am David Palermo, Numb Bills fan on Twitter. I'm Adam Deacon, Numb Bills Adam D on Twitter. Peace, I guess. Peace, numbillsfan.com. Be there. Okay. Just be there. I'm, I'm, Please, I'm, I'm go really, there. I'm really done. Numbillsfan.com. Right. Please go there and stay there. Okay. Forever. See ya. And ever. And ever. Bye. Bye.